Greetings, welcome, hey y'all! And to my peeps, suck passe, I'm Erdine Mercier, your proud chief grief crusaders. I hope and pray all is well and you still are wearing your mask, maintaining your peace, acknowledging your emotion, seeking help when you need it, and knowing this too shall pass. And now, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100 today. Today's episode is just the bomb. I know, I know. I say that every day. And I say, and I truly mean it. But they just get better and better and better. You know, I'm out in these streets making grief sexy. That's what I'm doing. What do you mean making grief sexy? How do you make grief sexy, baby? I am making grief sexy by... um making sure I'm out in these streets, educating the people, empowering the people, and allowing them to know that once you allow your your truth, once you sit in your truth, once you anchor down in your truth and do the hard work, ooh, find the community, ooh, tap into your faith, ooh, and, oh my Lord, this is it. All of those things will get you to a place of restoration because at the end of the day, baby, baby, that is my goal. So let me make some making grief sexy announcements. What does that mean? (laughs) I'm just out in these streets telling you what I'm doing to make grief sexy. I want to hear from you, grief crusaders. I want to hear how you making grief sexy in your life. Tag me. Tag me on social media, especially Instagram, because that's where I like to play. (laughs) Tag me there. And this is some really brief how I'm making grief sexy announcements. And it's saying that I did a podcast interview with the one and only Patrice Washington that dropped last Thursday. Who called Stop Police in My Grief? I shared my heart out. Um, can I be honest, y'all? I didn't really want to do it. Who doesn't want to be on the mic with Patrice Washington? I know. But truth of the matter is, I knew in once doing that interview, I would activate. Do you hear me? I'm speaking it. I would activate um, the acceleration of my career and my goals and my dreams and purposeful living in my life. So that kind of, that made me scared. Mm-hmm. But thank God for good coaches. You heard? Thank God for good coaches who say, no, baby, you ready. And let's do this. And that we did, baby, that we did. We did that. Go and check out Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. Look for my episode called Policing, Stop Policing Grief. Stop policing grief. And I got another making grief sexy announcement, y'all. I had another interview with Dr. Mitch with my city, the city that I live in, educating the people about what, Herdine? Ah, I'm educating people about what? Grief. (laughs) The thing that I love to talk about, the thing that I like to dissect, the thing that I like to do and help set people free. So, yes. Um, you got, you can go see that. Um, I believe I have that on my Facebook. I dropped that on my Facebook. It hasn't gotten to Instagram yet, but it was a really good 50 minute chat about, um, grief. Another making grief sexy announcement is your girl on May 1st started her journey in writing her book. Yes, I'm a big Listen, the little girl who and grown woman who strongly believes she was not diagnosed as a child and understands that I am fully dyslexic. You hear me? If you don't know what it means, I mix things up. I don't write things right. I don't know how to pronounce every word. Um, But guess what? God still's using me and he can use you too. See, I didn't need to be perfect. I'm flawed in that sense. Um. I have sometimes, sometimes I struggle in pronouncing things or writing things down. You, I'm a visual learner, so you have to literally show me. And once you show me, baby, I get it from there. So I really do believe that um, dreams do come true because how does this little girl who struggled with reading growing up and sometimes as an adult, depending on the book, um, 
is now going to become an author. Why? Because I strongly believe investing in coaches who are going to pull the best out of you. And my writing coach is no other than my writing coach is no other than um, the Mrs. Candice L. Davis. If you don't know who she is, you need to look her up because let me tell you, this book is going to be a bestseller. Remember, I told you this. This book is going to be a bestseller because I'm digging deep to get this stuff out and sit in my truth to help set people free. Then I got my my announcement that I got to make another making sexy grief announcement is um, on Instagram. I've been going live at noon and nine, noon and nine, noon and nine, noon and nine. And I'm really thinking about extending it for the whole month of May since it is mental health awareness May and I'm in these streets making grief sexy. You heard. So with that being said, look out for that. I have some amazing speakers. I had Barbie, Barbie from California speaking about her truth and her grief experience. I had my husband come on, Dr. Jameson Mercier, talking about our grief in our marriage. We like, we gave y'all the business and sharing the wisdom i'm hoping to get those uploaded onto youtube soon and if you're not following me on youtube go do that right now because you're not going to want to miss these lives i have my girl from africa oh she she killed it last night i love you she's i love you and hers is up right now you can watch the replay it should still be up if you're watching it the same day that this air, it should still be up. And as as I grow my team, those things will eventually make it to YouTube because um, I believe in in order for us to be great, you have to have the wisdom to and the capacity to take in the information and take these steps and life lessons to take you to the next level. Now, this is now my final making sexy grease announcement. If you have not signed up for my master class, if you have not signed up for my free master class, negate everything else I just told you, you heard, and go and register. That is happening this Thursday at 7 p.m. This Thursday at 7 p.m. And, and the simple link is this www.herdeenmercier.com forward slash masterclass www.herdeenmercier.com forward slash masterclass and without further ado it's time to get into this episode baby because let me tell you something this was just pure denied um divine just pure divine I don't know where denied came from but I'm gonna tell you right now this was just pure divine and how we met and what we talk about and this there is no greater time than this right now to be talking about her journey especially with the weekend of Mother's Day coming up I I knew my grief crusaders needed Jerry in their life and I'm not even going to waste no more time. Let me give her her proper introduction. Jerry Lynn Walsh is a woman that wear many hats. Oh, my, my. She's a mom. She's a leader. She's a preacher, baby. She was born and raised in Indiana. Oh, hey. And then making her way to Florida around the age of 13. She is the minister at gathering international ministries oh and this is the the beauty that brought us all together she is the president and founder of missing our mothers president and founder of missing our mothers baby it's an organization for people who have lost their moms or mother figures hey somebody (laughs) let her drop that wisdom she has found her purpose after her mother has died back in 2016 and overcoming depression healing became a part of her life while learning to deal with grief her purpose in life is to encourage heal uplift others in their time of need helping them to learn to deal with grief in a positive way hey hey 
today we're going to deal with grief in a positive way. Without further ado, let me introduce to you to my new girl. My new girl, because we already know after Corona, we are meeting up. You heard? And her name is Jerry Lynn Walsh. Welcome, welcome, Jerry. Welcome to the Redefining Grief podcast show with your girl, Percy. I am so honored to have met you in such a divine way through our girl, Kamisha. Kamisha. Kamisha said, you know what? These two sisters need to meet. And she did that Facebook connection. You know how people do. Um, you need to meet her. She needs to meet you. And then we just took it from there. She was done. Kamisha was gone. And it was just her Dean and Jerry. And we talked. I think we talked that same week. Yep, we did. We did. Yep. And like we, an hour. Yes. We, we just like, out. When you find two individuals who <laughs> want to talk about grief and baby, <laughs> <laughs> we're in the business of trying to make grief sex sexy. That's what I say. I'm making grief sexy. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I'm making grief sexy. And so in talking about grief, Jerry, Jerry, please share with my audience who you are and what is your truth. And now let me lead you into this. I've developed five anchors and the five anchors are your truth anchor, your heart anchor, your connection anchor, your faith anchor, and your restoration anchor. And what is it saying? It's saying, first, you got to tell the truth about your grief story. What is the truth about your grief story? The truth about my grief story. <laughs> okay, so 2016 was a very, very difficult year for me. Mm -hmm. I started my year off so happy in love, about to get married, mm -hmm. and everything seemed like it was on a good track. Mm -hmm. I ended up having a miscarriage January of 2016. Mm. And most of the time, well, from experience and having friends who have had miscarriages, they told me that it didn't affect them. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking that, you know, the miscarriage was it wasn't a big deal mm -hmm. but I realized that I had changed mm -hmm. and during my change not knowing that I was grieving at the time mm -hmm. but I became angry mm -hmm. so that caused me and my fiance to always argue and fight and get into it mm -hmm. I never thought about his feelings and how he was feeling it was just about what I was going through mm -hmm. We went through some things. We ended up breaking up mm -hmm. June of 2016. Mm -hmm. So now we're halfway in the year. I'm still dealing with, you know, a miscarriage that I just had. And now I just break up with the man who I thought I was going to marry. Mm -hmm. So I was hurt. You know, I was going through it. Still not realizing that I was grieving. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking I'm mad. I'm upset not knowing the terminology of grief, of what it means. I know, uh, and let me give you this pointers to our listeners. We have to give ourselves grace because we were never really taught how to deal with those sad moments. No. We were never really taught. We were told, why are you crying? You shouldn't be crying. Ooh, yes. so, so we now were taught that crying is a bad thing. Being sad is a bad thing. And one of my missions is to allow people to realize that you can be sad and happy and have a delicate balance to getting to a place of what we call mental well-being. And so Amen. in your sadness, in your time of hurt, you said it, in being hurt, you now were in a situation where you put another layer of pain on top of it. Because yes. you were unable to define that mm -hmm. first pain. Go home with yes. the story, baby. Yes. <laughs> so that's June of 2016. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, how can I lose a baby and a man in one year? Like, that's just too much to deal with. Mm -hmm. Come November of 2016, 
I find out that my mother has to have an emergency heart surgery. Mm. And during that process of her having the surgery, it was the day before Thanksgiving of that year, my sister calls me and she tells me that mom didn't make it through the surgery. So now my life is over. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like I am just checking out from the world because mm -hmm. now you're telling me I just lost my mother mm. on top of a miscarriage, a breakup. Now I have lost the most important person in my life, the person who gave me life, the person who brought me into this world. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that she's no longer here. So you're telling me that I can no longer go to her house, jump in her bed, hug and kiss her. Mm. You just gave me chills. You just gave me chills. That right there. I thought, I thought at that moment, I was dead with my mother. Mm. I was done with life itself. I went into a deep, dark depression. Mm -hmm. I, I literally wanted to check out from the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was, it had come to a point where I felt like I was just wasting away because mm -hmm. I would just go to work and I would come home and I would just get in the bed and I would cry all day. And it was even so bad that my job told me that if I didn't get over it and put my big girl panties on, that my job was in jeopardy. Oh, can we pause the story? I have to make this public service announcement. The second shirt that I'm going to wear is saying, stop policing people's grief. I say it all the time. And this is a perfect example. We are not machines. We have hearts, we have feelings, and we hurt. And so America or the world needs to get their act together about leave around death because mm. what they don't understand research has shown you lose more money on the job by having somebody come back that is not ready because they have what you call brain fog brain fog is real y'all it's that moment where you know you went to the kitchen but you didn't know why you went to the kitchen like mm. you're out of it Yes. And that's what you're describing, Jerry. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. And I had no, I had no idea that it was, that I was grieving. Mm -hmm. I just knew I was sad. Mm -hmm. I just knew I felt, I, I was angry. I was depressed. I didn't want to be around people and their mothers. I knew that I was in a bad place, but I couldn't define that it was grief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know that I was grieving. I, I, I didn't because I didn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until one day my daughter she was seven years old at the time mm, come on children and she came in my room and she said mommy get up get up out this bed grandma would not just want you sad and crying every day all day and i sat up in the bed and i looked at her with a serious face because i'm, I'm looking at her like this little girl is so aggressive like who are you talking to that's how i'm looking at her like and i'm your mama girl i'm your yes. mama. <laughs> because she was so authoritative I knew it was God mm -hmm. I said oh oh she's she's serious she said grandma would want you to live grandma would want you to live she would not want you to be sad and it was that day it was that day and it was probably four months after my mom had passed I knew I needed help mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I knew I couldn't I couldn't do it alone I knew that I needed somebody or something to get me up out of this spot so I started praying I just started praying and talking to God I started praying and talking to God I did think I did seek a counselor Good. because I didn't know what else to do so it's I, okay I to see a counselor and seek Jesus and too. I did Hello, somebody but I felt like God led me to the counselor Good. Good. <laughs> so, Good. Say, can you say that again God led me to the counselor. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and the counselor didn't put me on no medication, so I mm. know it was God. Mm -hmm. I, when I spoke to the counselor and I told her everything that I was dealing with and everything that I had gone through, she told me that I was dealing with situational depression mm -hmm. because everything that I had gone through, it was the situations that caused me to be in the funk that I was in. Mm -hmm. So 
once I, uh, you know, I seek the counseling and, you know, I was dealing with the counselor for a while and I began to just pray and talk to God and ask God, why am I here? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? I know my mother's not here anymore. I'm still sad. I'm still kind of crying every day, but I began to just seek God to see what, what is it that he needed me to be doing? Mm -hmm. Dealing with all of the grief that I, that I had gone through. I knew it had to be a reason that I went through all of this grief in one year. Mm -hmm. And one day I was sitting in my car on my lunch break. It was, a uh, it was two weeks before mother's day. And I was sitting in my car and I said, what do people do for mother's day who've lost their mom? Because I didn't really know anybody who had lost their mom or even paid attention to the fact that they had lost their mom mm -hmm. and I could hear God saying a brunch mm. a brunch and you hear him saying come together I posted it on Facebook and I had a friend that wrote me and she said do it mm. she said do it I you know I have a wisdom <laughs> circle and my wisdom <laughs> circle are my my sister and my cousins and they motivate you and they push you and oh then I'm a part gosh. I'm a part of what I call purpose to platform with my coach Patrice Washington and literally in that group I got other women that say do it do it so I have yes. cheerleaders all around me the stuff yes. that's on TV I don't understand how they survive in that situation because I just couldn't do it for my soul, my mind, and my body. Jesus, mm -mm. I couldn't. But mm -mm. I know what sisterhood looks like. And yes. one of the anchors that I teach is about community and yes. having the right community. When you are grieving, you need the right people who will see you yes. here and validate your feelings. Yes, yes, yes. If you, yes. If you don't have that community, you're going to feel like you're spinning, your mind is spinning out of control. And you're alone. You you're alone. always feel like you're alone because you feel like no one understands what you're going through mm -hmm. and why you still feel the way you feel six months, six years, 10 years later. Yep. They don't, nope. you feel like they don't understand, but there are people that understand. Yeah. And, and I want to um, pref preface this for you, Jerry, before you go on, because okay. Jerry is telling the story from her experience and so I say don't police people's ex grief experience I say that and so for her she knew she didn't want to get to a place of being on medication there might be some individuals that need it but her mm -hmm. goal was not to be on it and I want to hear this because you know people will get up in your dms jerry and so I want to let them know that this is her experience and what she did not want to happen for her. But if she needed it, she would have gone down that route. I'm thinking. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Anything to get me out of the funk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're so, at the brunch. Okay. So she told me to do it and she asked me, she said, what are you going to name this? And I said, I don't know. She said, well, pray about it. So that's exactly what I did. I went home and I prayed. I said, God, what, is, what am I going to name this? Whatever. I went to bed. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and all I could hear was missing our mothers. Mm -hmm. Mom, missing our mothers. And I got up and I wrote it down and I said, oh my God, oh my God, I got the name. I got the name. Long story short, I put the flyer out two weeks before Mother's Day. And it was probably about 21 of us that showed up at that brunch who needed it and they were missing their mothers and and nobody had ever heard of such a thing I had never heard of such a thing because I, I didn't need it I didn't I never needed it mm -hmm. so to be able to bring people together who felt exactly how I felt in that moment that moment let me know that I found my purpose Mm. from that first brunch I knew that I was supposed to be dealing with grief in some type of way I know that experience one of my episodes on here is my purpose my passion my purpose my story or my something but it's talking about how from a seven-year-old girl from when we had that one hour chat that girl-to-girl -girl wisdom chat mm -hmm. that time we got on the phone for the very first time 
from us having that one hour wisdom chat, we found that we had this in common from yes. the time we were little. Yes. We were, I don't want to say fascinated. We were intrigued, curious about grief and death. Yes. And I told you, I think you said it. I think you said it first. I thought I was going to be a funeral director. I said, no. I, to be a <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. I thought I was going to be a funeral director. Yes. People thought I was crazy. Why would you want to do that? And people thought I was crazy. Yes. But but you know what? It was three years ago when I realized that as a child, that's what I was doing. This verse in the book of Ecclesiastics that says, it is better. And I'm going to give you the clip note version, okay? It is better that you go to a house of mourning than to a house of feasting. And when I read that, I said, my, 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 I know what that means. I have been doing that all my life. I have been learning the lessons of when I attend a funeral, I walk a different way. I Mm -hmm. talk a different way because I know at the end of the day that that scripture ends by saying death is the destiny of everyone. And so if death is the destiny of everyone, I have to do everything in my power to live this life. And in living this life, I'm going to fall. In living this life, I'm not going to always make the the right choices. And in living this life, I'm going to pay wisdom tax. Yes. But in the end, I'm not going to go to the grave fool because I am going to unwrap every gift, every talent that God has given me. And so that's what I was doing as a seven-year-old. So wow. I know for you, baby, when you look back, yes, God gave us this gift. Yes. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody. And not everybody. They, they want to do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> they think we crazy. Yes. But it was in attending these funerals that I realized a man would never put his hands on me. Why? Because I saw a woman in the, in the, in the casket because her life was ended due to a man beating on her. I learned those lessons. I learned never to play with matches because I attended a funeral as a child. The very first funeral I attended where I passed out. I remember being a seven or eight year old girl with my dad, five caskets, all white. It was the grandmother and her four grandbabies. They died in a house fire. I don't know how they died, but I knew maybe it had to do with matches. So baby girl, I learned my lesson. I ain't touching no matches. Okay. So I was learning all the way. I was in training to get to this point now. And so what did your training look like, Jerry? My training looked like from a child up being a listener. Mm, I got that too. Being someone, people always tell me that it's like, I'm like a natural healer. Like they can have a conversation with me, no matter what they're going through, Mm -hmm. whether it's a breakup, death, whatever it is, whatever situation they're going through, just having a conversation with me, they feel like they're healed. Mm -hmm. So I always knew like I was a healer Mm -hmm. in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. So even with the organization, it's like, I'm healing, Mm -hmm. I'm healing people. So that all my life from a little girl till now mm-hmm. it's just it's just i don't know it's just a gift it's, it's, it's just a, a gift and sometimes you can't explain it i, I when can't. We, and you can't explain it you know what can you know sometimes we take advantage of our gifts by not using them can i raise my hand can you imagine me raising my hand and i'm saying i did that for many years i thought anybody could do what i do you don't understand it yeah I was like this everybody can talk about grief everybody can help somebody break through in one session everybody can help um the individual see that life still has purpose anybody anybody that and I remember telling my coach I was like anybody could do that what's sexy about teaching about grief well baby this is what sexy is having these conversations and help people setting people free can you say hello somebody because <laughs> it's almost like they look at you and they're like if she can get through that mm. i can get through it yes and if we're God not got her through it yes he can get me through it 
and we're not wearing a mask. No. And Jerry, what I'm saying is we have good days and we have bad days. Absolutely. We still have triggers, what I call grief triggers, where you have those flare-ups, you think of them, you miss them, you pick up the phone and you go to dial their phone number and realize that connection is no longer there. You miss their touch. You miss them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Even the baby you never saw, you still grieve that baby. And in redefining grief, redefining Redefining grief is just saying that it is okay for me to be sad in this moment because I know joy comes in the morning. So Jerry, what does your morning, when you hear the birds chirping in the morning, what does that look like now for you? Because you talked about how your daughter, your daughter awoken you through Christ. Yes. And her and her coming in and all authoritative and saying, you need to wake up, girl, because you got purpose still left in you. Yes, and you got us children to still take care of. <laughs> we need you in our life, mama. Yes. <laughs> so um, what does the morning look like for you? The morning for me now look beautiful. Because when I get up now, I just thank God for the day. I thank God for the day that I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And then I just began to thank God for my children. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for the downloads that he's given me and the purpose that he's given me. So my purpose, it just pushes me to, to, to know that there was peace after the pain Mm. and although every day is not a good day Mm -hmm. so I don't want to make it seem like every day I get up I'm just smiling from ear to ear because there are those moments when I do still get sad because birthdays roll around Mm -hmm. holidays roll around yeah those moments put me back in a place but I don't try to stay there Mm mm-hmm but I do understand that it is okay for me to not be okay all yes. the time. Come on. Can you re- say that again for the people <laughs> in the back car to hear it? <laughs> I have learned to understand that it's okay to not always be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to have a sad day and a down day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. I had to learn that. You had to learn. And so did I. I mean, you hear me laughing and, you know, one of the three things that I love to do is dance, laugh, dance, laugh, and sing, dance, laugh, and sing on repeat. You'll hear me laughing from a mile away. You're Girl, I thought you were going to say eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably four and five, but um, those things are the three things, dancing, laughing, dancing, and laughing, and singing. I love those three things, but I would tell you this. There was a time I didn't. You see me redefine and develop my anchors through my experience. And I have to say that every pain has its purpose, even though when we don't understand it, it has its purpose. And we birth things out of our pain, just like we birth a baby. Yes. We birth things out of our pain. Now, Jerry, what have you birthed? out of your pain, baby girl? <laughs> well, I, I, I birthed, the first baby that I birthed was the organization Missing Our Mothers. Yes, tell us about and that. And that is for um, people who have lost their mothers or mother figure. Mm-hmm. So we come together and we have like support group meetings once a month. Uh, we try to make it fun. So we do yoga, we might do karaoke, um, just different things, painting, different um, creative therapies that I've, I've learned in my studies of uh, dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. And we do the yearly Mother's Day brunch that we have every year. It mm-hmm. would it would have been the fourth annual this year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, um, it will be canceled. I know. It will be canceled. But fifth annual, it'll just be bigger and better. Yes. It'll just be bigger and better. So um, 
that is one baby that I birthed. Mm-hmm. The second baby that I am still kind of pregnant with, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I will be birthing very soon. Yes, tell somebody. Is, yes, it is um, my Greek guide. It is called From Pain to Peace. Come on now, say it again. From Pain to Peace. Mm, and it chills. is a grief and self-discovery guide. Mm. And I'll be dropping some Jerry Jewels in there. Just... Uh, just some different things about grief, some things that people may know, some things that people may not may not have known. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, sharing my stories, and I'm sure and I know that it's going to help a lot of people mm-hmm. because God downloaded it in me, and he has not downloaded it, anything in me that did not help anyone. It did not bear fruit that you did not receive a harvest from. That's the thing. Amen. When you walk in your gift, it opens doors for you wider than any other thing you thought you should be doing. I'm experiencing that. I was asked to speak on um, a platform this week where I was heard. I mean, as my podcast, I'm heard around the world, but I just was doing what I love to do. They saw that I saw, they saw joy. They saw the sexiness of grief in me. They you better let them know. Joy. They saw the joy. And they say, we want to interview her. <laughs> and I was yes. interviewed by Pastor John Boston. And it was a panel of people. We were heard in um, Singapore. Um, I was going to say Russia, but it wasn't Russia. It probably will be Russia, but it was. I don't think it was. Um, Aruba, all these other places all around the world. Australia. So ah. Jerry, dream big. Because yes. God gave you that download. He did. God knows the women who are out there missing their mothers, craving connections yes. like yours. Yes. And, and what, I, what we failed to mention is because of Rona out in these streets trying to de- destroy people's lives, she's now had to think of creative ways to, to meet with her, her sisters, her missing our mother's sisters. And yes. they're having a zoom party online. Um, yes. They're doing these things. So you want to follow her. You want to follow her. You want to see what she's doing because she's going international baby. Hey man, you we, better speak that in my life and I, I receive it. <laughs> she, she's going international <laughs> baby because we doing what we were, what we were born to do. It's help people break these grief shackles so that they can stop destroying relationships around them because sometimes grief can be a distraction. You got to think about it. You got to pause. How is grief distracting you from living your life? And so how can people stay in contact with you? People can stay in contact with me on my Facebook page. It is Missing Our Mothers, Inc. And also on Instagram, Missing Our Mothers. And I put up the daily, uh, well, the monthly events that we have. It's always something going on. Um, they can contact me um, by email, missingourmothers at gmail.com. And also I have a website, missingourmothers.org missingourmothers.org that's where all her information you heard it best i have three questions for you before you know we can talk forever right you know because we (laughs) talking in our neck we can ride out what y'all talking about (laughs) grief (laughs) what you talking about grief and we making grief (laughs) see that's why when rona is over we gonna meet up we cannot be in the same city and not meet up we We have to it's divine it is already done done we need some salmon we need some some good stuff on our plate we are meeting up we are we are meeting up and what i want to say is when we meet up and you see us in these streets laughing don't worry about it. We just live in our best life. And we want you to live your best life too by getting unstuck with your unresolved grief. That's all we're doing. Her, her, her niche is dealing with moms. Hit her up. You That's saw it. what she had to do. She had to seek counsel. 
if your thing is a lot diff- different than that, hit me up. You understand? It's, yes. it's us working together to help heal the hearts of individuals. Yes. So they're not robbed of the opportunity of living their best life. That's it. Yes. And so, because it is pain. It is peace after the pain. Yes. Come on now. Don't you see, we're going to start back up again. You're going to make me start back up. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Peace after the pain. Yes, it is. It is peace after the pain. Yes. There is. There is peace. And I'm going to ask you some questions before we close out. And the very first question that I'm going to ask you is, what have you found to be your truth? My truth is just knowing that I'm going to have good days and I'm going to have bad days. But my good days outweigh the bad days. Mm. Mm. My truth is helping people, ministering to people, healing people Mm -hmm. in any way. Because death is not just losing a loved one. Mm -hmm. There's so many different reasons that people grieve. Mm -hmm. Loss of finance, loss of a pet, Mm -hmm. loss of a friendship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. just healing, Mm -hmm. just healing and and knowing that God is using me and, and all the glory goes to God. Because yeah. there's nothing about Jerry. It's mm-hmm. nothing about me. I know. But that. it's everything about God. Yes. And that's my truth. That is your truth. And my final question is, what have you learned about you? What I learned about me was... I was grieving for a very long time and I didn't know. Mm. I was unhappy and sad for a long time and I did not know. And now that I've come to a place where I can recognize it and understand it, I learned that it's okay. But I'll say it again. It's okay to not always be okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. And my, I know I said that was going to be my final, <laughs> but you know, when, when, the, when we the, can just ride out. I know, you know, when the spirit lead, I know I got to ask you one more thing. Can you say your mom's full name? For example, my mom name is Marie Rose Fleurimon and I honor her life with me living my best life. My mom name is Ella Wash. And I honor her by living my purpose and living my truth. That's it. We did it. And I got to take the time, the audience, to, your, the, the audience needs to know your seven-year-old at the time daughter's name. Because she was seven. <laughs> yes. Up. That's how we got you. And my seven-year-old, she's 10 now. Mm-hmm. And her name is Nakaila, and she is the vice president of Missing Our Mothers. Look at a legacy, Jesus have mercy. Look at that legacy. Look at that legacy. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. And, and you let her know her name will be known on this podcast from years to come, even when I'm six feet years and under, and tell her thank you. Thank you for being obedient to God's voice because your, your mom showed up to be her very, very best. And we honor her and we honor her and we honor her. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for pouring your heart out to the Grief Crusaders community. I love you. You know you're my grief sister now. Don't run away thank from me you. now. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. What you are doing is amazing. Thank Grief you. Crusaders. I didn't know many people that was out there doing it, uh-huh. what I'm doing. And I'm uh-huh. like, you know what? I think it's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you do make it look sexy, girl. I do make it look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
if we don't get off these people airways, we can make this show about two hours. <laughs> no, but this thank is, you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> this is what pain to purpose looks like. The joys, the laughter. That's where we want to get you. I honor you, Jeremy Wash. Thank you. Thank you to your husband. Thank you to everybody who um, stands in space and stands in the place of prayer on those most difficult days. We honor you. Thanks. Thank you. Wow. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you this episode was going to be a pow pow? What is pow pow? Pearls of wisdom. Hey, pow pow. She killed it man and and just sitting in her truth and just talking about how God restored and talking about how her baby just took her from a place of despair to a place of purpose let me tell you something the little ones in our lives truly know how to activate us show her some love find her on social media missing our mothers tag her tag me let us know how we helped you in this conversation grief activators y'all got me grief activators i need to help y'all get activated that's what i'm trying to say grief crusaders we can't stay silent people are hurting we cannot stay silent people are hurting we need to make some noise out in these streets tag us share it on social media send it to a friend you never know who's going through something um and that can learn from her experience and so what i want to say is baby i'm proud of you jerry you did a good job good job good job oh baby continue to do and guess what congrats on your book baby you and arthur I'm in the trenches right now, and I know what it takes to become an author. And baby girl, you did that. You did that. You did that. <laughs> and so don't let me forget. I ain't going to forget because I'm going to say it right now. Did you register for my mastermind class? That's happening this Tuesday. Did you? I mean, not this Tuesday. That's happening this Thursday. The podcast episode will drop Tuesday, but the mastermind group is going to happen this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Register, 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 register. How? Go to www.herdeanmercier.com forward slash masterclass. You got to just pause, replay play that register right now because i'm going to teach you how to go from pain to purpose how to go from financial issues to purpose how to go from man issues to purpose how to go from your wife tripping to purpose in your marriage all in this by covering everything that has to do with grief to help you get from a place of being stuck to unstuck and purposeful living hey y'all that's the end of this episode guess what Keep checking the podcast app. Turn on your notification because in the month of May, guess what? This is going to be your mom series. And guess what? We're going to be dropping more than one episode per week. I got some powerhouse women coming on the mic that you don't want to miss. Seeing them go from pain to purpose from grievers to healing powers okay it wasn't easy they gonna be telling their stories so check the app and for those who are listening another episode is airing on thursday that's my gift to you happy mother's day let's do this thing called life ciao ciao